Shalom Racha, this is Chazar Shir number 13, where Bisayat Deshmai will discuss two main topics. Number one, we'll continue with Simon Rish Aleph and the Sugya of the Bracha that the guest needs to give his host. And the number two, different Shailas that arise during Shavar Bracha. So let's jump in and we'll begin with the continuation of Simon Rish Aleph. So he discussed last week the Bracha that when you're eating in someone else's house, you have an obligation to give the host a bracha. Uh, and we saw the different shitas of who exactly is obligated. Is it just the mezamin? It's everyone could be yotze with the harachaman. But the question we want to discuss today is, are you allowed to recite this bracha on Shabbos? Are you allowed to recite the special yiratzon on Shabbos itself? And the reason why it would be maybe not permissible is because there's a halacha that a person is not allowed to ask personal requests on Shabbos. So does that fall into that topic? So in order to answer that question, what we're going to do is, is we're going to take a step back and we're going to get hopefully a, a wholesome overview of what exactly, uh, where, where did the harachaman start from? What's the, the source for the harachamans? Uh, and then work our way down to the bracha of the oreach and whether you're allowed to say it on Shabbos or not. So if you look through all of Shaz Bavli, you will not find the harachaman with regards to Benching. It does not appear in, uh, in Bavli. Uh, the first time we do find that Harachman was said in relation to benching or near benching is from the Siddur of Amram Gon who lived in the 800, 800s, which is basically around 300 years after, after the Gemara. You also find it in later sources in the Rambam. Uh, the Rambam writes, he says that when you're, if a person is sitting by, the, by an Avel's house and he's eating there, so you give a special Harachman for the Avel, Harachman Yivarech Yinachim, is Avel, something along uh, those lines. The tour, uh, acknowledging the fact that people do say Harachamans uh, after benching, he quotes his brother, Rav Yichiel, and he asks, he says, I don't understand who gives you the right to say the Harachamans if the Allah is that when you're benching on a cup, you need to say the Bor Piragafen as close as possible to the benching itself. And if that's the case, how in the world are you stopping in the middle and saying all these Harachamans, the Chor, it should be a hefsik. If it doesn't appear in the Gemara, if it was something that was added later on, so then you need to be so much the Bore Piragafen as much as possible, who gives you the right to say the Harachamans? So explains Rav Yichiel, uh, the brother of, of, the, of the tour, he says it could be. He says it could be that just like with regards to the bracha for the orech, the bracha for the host, the halacha is that you're allowed to add that afterwards, you're allowed to add it after, after benching. So too, uh, the Rabbanan later on, like the, in the times of the Gonim, they saw fit that you can also, just like you can add the, the benching for the bracha for the host, you can also add other harachamans uh, as well that aren't, uh, that aren't related. And he says, we find this also by a bris that we say all sorts of other tefillahs for the child after we make the borpi agafen, and, uh, and the bracha of, of Karisa Bris. So, so, uh, so this Lechora seems to be, uh, I guess, the, a little bit of the source of where it came from. It came from the fact that just like you're allowed to add Yiratzon when it comes to the, the host, when you're a guest in someone's house, you're allowed to bless the host. So too, uh, all these other Rachamans you're allowed to add as well. The question that needs to be asked is why though? Why did these Rabbanan see fit that specifically over here we should add, uh, we should add a Rachaman? So here, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Iyash, who lived in the 1600s, he explains, he says that once a person is Mekayim and Mitzvah Doraisa, once a person has the ability to, to say a bracha, uh, to, to, to bench, meaning he, he ate, he, was, he ate, he was Achal V'Savea, and then you bench the Kaddish Baruch Hu, so now it becomes a special Eserat, a special unique time where there's, it's almost like a Zgula that his Tefillahs will be answered. And since you have this Zgula that his Tefillahs will be answered, so Taka, what should you do? Right after benching, you should say the, the Harachaman. So instead of having, uh, you know, benchophobia where people are scared to bench, to the contrary, every day you should try to, to have bread and, and bench Kemoshet Tzayich. So that you can be Kaima, a mitzvah de rice. And right afterwards is a special Yisratzon you can ask for your, uh, that you can say the, the Harachamans. And the Meiri adds, he says, once it becomes an Yisratzon, you can, you know, freestyle your own Harachamans. You can, you can ask for whatever you need at any given moment in any given time. But what's clear uh, from this entire suga up until now is that these Harachamans were not something that was 
included, you know, by the Anshi Knesset Agdola, or it's not something that was formulated in the Gemara. It was something that was added uh, later on, and the Prima Gadim says this clearly. He says the Rachamans are not part of benching, but even though they're not part of benching, we still find the Gra, the Chazanish. Everyone said that ideally you should say it. You should say it. it's not something that it's not like an optional thing, but the you should say. It. And now that you also understand the Zgula, the Mile of saying it, because it's an Eitz that your feels can be answers. So hopefully that will be an encouragement to actually uh, say it. So now the question uh, that begs to be asked, or that we need to really address, is that if these are Rachamans were really added later on, and really they're not uh, part of benching itself. So now the question is, are you allowed to say them on Shabbos, right? Because there's an Isser to ask for personal requests on Shabbos. So let's see, let's take a, a step back and really delve into this Isser of asking for personal requests on Shabbos. So the Yushalmi in Shabbos says, Asr b'Shabbos. The person is not allowed to ask for uh, for personal requests on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, if so, how do you bench? In benching, you say, Reinu, Parnasenu, right? You're asking for Parnasa. So the Gemara in the Yerushalmi answers, he says, Tofis bracha is shiny, meaning if you're saying it in the Nusach of the bracha, so then, it's, uh, so then it's okay. So in other words, you're not allowed to ask for personal requests, but if you're saying it in the Nusach that so then it's going to be uh, then it's going to be allowed and then Taka you are allowed to uh, you are allowed to say it on Shabbos then, then you are excuse me yeah then Taka you're allowed to say it on, uh, on Shabbos itself and the Bavli the Gemara and the Bavli says he says what happens if you're in the middle of Shabbos Manasseh and you accidentally you start so should you finish it or not so the Gemara says yeah you should finish it why because then you're really allowed and this is by with the explanation of the Rambam he says then you're really allowed to say all the brachas so why are you allowed to say all the brachos of, of Shemona Asrei? Because it's a tofis bracha. It's the bracha that Anshi Knesset Agdola were misakin. Why don't we say it? We don't say it. The Gemara explains it's because Chazal didn't want to be matriachas. They didn't want to, to burden us on Shabbos. And the Rambam explains, what does it mean to burden you? It means that if a person, you know, Chaz he needs a refuah or someone in his family needs a refuah. So when he gets the refenu, he's going to get sad. Right, it's going to get sad, and on Shabbos is not a time to to be uh, to be sad. So again, very simple. The Yushalmi tells us you're not allowed to ask for personal requests on Shabbos if you're saying it in the nusach of the bracha. So then you are allowed to. Shemana Esrei, we don't say a long Shemana Esrei like the whole Shemana Esrei on Shabbos, even though Mikar you could, right? Because all of it is tofas the bracha. We don't say it. Why don't we say the nusach of? Um, why would say Nusach Shimon Asrei? Because Chazal didn't want to be matriachas, and the Rambam explains what does it mean to be matriachas. He didn't want to be, didn't want to sadden us. That if a person needs one of these uh, personal things, that it could cause them to, to be sad. So now we can go back to our our case. And now we need to figure out Harachamans do you say them on Shabbos, right? So Harachamans are something that do not appear in the Gemara. And if they do not appear in the Gemara, maybe they do not have what's quote unquote called Tofus Abracha. And if it doesn't have Tofus Abracha, the Chori should not be allowed to, to say it on uh, on Shabbos. The Bistiosiv quotes the Shibol Aleket and some. Uh, and some are medayik from the Shibola Leket that he says that Tophis Abracha doesn't need to be something that actually Anshi Knesset Agdola were misakin, but even something uh, a tefillah that later on was uh, was was enacted that you're allowed to uh, you're allowed to say on Shabbos, and therefore some learn that you can say Harachamans also on Shabbos as well. The Bistiosiv was not happy with this. He said, I don't think this is uh, this is correct, right? He says it's not the Tophis Abracha that Chazal were misakin, and therefore you shouldn't say it. And the Maisa, that's how the Gra Paskins. The Gra he only said the first three Harachamans on Shabbos because those aren't requests. Those Harachamanim Lochalinu Lombed Harachamanim Tabach B'Shemayim Baretz Harachamanim Shtabach L'Dod but the harachman of who you're for saying that he skipped, and then the other ones also that that asked for personal requests, those he skipped on Shabbos. Why? Because those aren't considered tofus abracha. Right? Tofus abracha means something that the Anshi Knesset Agdol or Misakin. The Maisa, the Mishabura, Pasigans like the Darki Moshe, who argues on the Bisosim, he says, no, even the harachmans later on could be considered. Tofis Abracha, they considered they could be considered something that has the nusach of the bracha that you're allowed to say in on Shabbos because it's something that you say also during the week. And the Benish Chai, he also says like this. The Benish Chai says he's mechalik. He says once 
a rav in a certain generation, a certain area, a certain tkufa, was misakin a tefillah, and people started saying it in that nusach, the halach is you're allowed to say it on Shabbos. Why? Because it becomes tofas abracha. It becomes tofas abracha as if the antiknesis agdola were misakin. What are you not allowed to ask on Shabbos? On Shabbos, you're not allowed to freestyle. You're not allowed to ask your own personal request on a bracha that wasn't. Uh, that wasn't Kuvah. So let's discuss Harachamans. Again, let's summarise. Are you allowed to say Harachaman on Shabbos or not? So it's Mashiach from the Bishop, so you should not say that. The Grah says you should not say the ones that are, that are personal requests. The Mishra Bura and the Ben Ishchai, they say you could say them. Why could you say them? Because it has the Tofi Sabracha, it has the Nusach uh, that was uh, evolved uh, later on. What would be Asr to say though? The Kuliyama. The Kuliyama will be Asr to say the Harachaman, your own Harachamans. Right? If you're making up your own Harachaman, if you're freestyling your, your own Harachamans, that's something that you would not be allowed to say on Shabbos because that doesn't have Tovah Sabracha, Lekuliam. What about with regards to the bracha for the host? Could you say that or not? So the Mishra Bura and the Ben Ishchai will, will say, for sure, it, for sure you're allowed to say that. Why? Because it has Tofus Abracha. And uh, Rav Shtarmach says that even the Grau would be maskim, that you can say the Hiratzo. And why could you say the Hiratzo? Because that already appears in the Gemara. And since it appears in the Gemara, it has a special Tofus Abracha, and therefore you'd be allowed uh, to say it. We also mentioned that there's these special Arachamas that are added by a bris, and the source of that is that we have seven Arachamas, and the added six, Kenege, uh, the 13 times that it says bris, the 13 brises uh, that, that were curries that, that, that are related, the third time times that it says bris in the Lashon, in, in, the, in the mitzvah of, of, bris, uh, of bris Milo. So that's why we have, uh, we have um, a, a total of 13 Arachamans connected to the 13 covenants uh, that are said about uh, the bris. So that was the sugya of Arachaman and that was the sugya of the bracha of the Balabais and whether you're allowed to say it uh, on Shabbos, a very gishmak and very interesting uh, sugya. The next thing we discussed was uh, Shavar brachos after uh, Benchik. So, Baruch Hashem, you'll be zaycha, and Bezat Hashem, you'll be zaycha to go to, to many simchas and you'll have a lot of simchas in your life. So it's important to know uh, these alachos of, uh, that happen right after Benchik. So, one of the things that, that uh, we started off with, basically the source, the Gemara, in Ksuva says that we learn out Berkes Chasanim, either from a Pasuk or from Boaz, that you need to have 10 people that are there. There's a Mechlokas we've shown him. Uh, do those, could you just say them, Stamazan, could you just, you meet the Chasan and Kala, and it happens to be there's 10 people that are there. Could you say, oh, let's say Sheva Brachos. Uh, so there are some opinions who said, yeah, and Rav Haigon said, he says there was a certain custom, the Rush quotes this, that people after Shul on, on Shabbos morning, they would go to the house, that they would escort the Chasan back home, uh, and when his Kala was there, boom, they would say Sheva Brachos, nothing to do with the meal. Lemaisa, the Rav Haigon, and the, and the Rush, and the Rambam, they all say that's not a good custom. Really, the, the way to do the Sheva Brachos, Sheva Brachos need to be connected with, with the meal, and that's how we pass in Allah Lemaisa, that Sheva Brachos are said, after uh, after a meal, the big question that becomes is that once we paskin that shavar brachos are set right after the meal, how do we view the connection between benching the meal and shavar brachos itself? So there's one camp uh, that says that shavar brachos and the meal and benching are all considered one entity. Meaning, since they're like an extension of one another, uh, and and you can only say shavar brachos right after the meal. So therefore, shavar brachos becomes an extension and almost part of the meal. That's one way to learn it, and that's how some are medayik in the in the budram. Uh, but the other the other uh, way to learn it is I know there's the halacha that you need to say shavar brachos after a meal. Why? To give the shavar brachos chashivas, meaning you don't just drop a shavar brachos while you're walking in the street. To make it a chashiva thing, like we find by kiddush b'makom suda, some explain that the kiddush needs to be b'makom suda in order to give chashivas to the kiddush itself. But not that the shavar brachos are intrinsically connected to the benching itself. So that's the that's the chakira. The briskarav learned this is the the briskarav learned like the first side. He said clearly. He said that that shavar brachos is an extension of 
of benching, and it's actually part of the benching itself. And he was medayik that in the Rambam as well. The Nitziv and the Shiltos, he was medayik the other way. No, he said benching and Shavar Brachas are two different entities, two different things. So now the question becomes, what's, what's the Nafkamina? So we quoted four Nafkaminas uh, in the Shir of whether benching and Shavar Brachas are one entity, or do we view Shavar Brachas and benching as a different uh, entity or not? So Nafkamina number one is, could you use one cup or could you use two cups, right? So if you hold that benching and Shavar Brachas are one entity and they're an extension of one another, so then you can use one cup. Right, because it's all one mitzvah, right? But if you hold that benching and shavu brachas are two different mitzvahs, so then you shouldn't use one cup for the shavu brachas and for benching. Why? Because enos the mitzvos chavilos chavilos. You're not allowed to bundle mitzvos together in order because then it's uh, it's derogatory and disrespectful to the two different mitzvahs. It looks like you're trying to do it chaplap, right? So therefore, if you hold that benching is in a, and shavu brachas are one entity, you can use one cup for benching and all of Shavarach. But if you hold that it's two different entities, so you should have one cup for the Borei Priyagafen and then you should have another cup for the actual uh, Shavarach. So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins that the custom is to use one cup, seemingly saying that it's an extension. The Ramah Paskins, no, Shtaka, you should use, uh, you should use two cups uh, because we'll view it as two different things. What's another Nafkimina? Another Nafkimina is do you need, do the Panim Chadashos or need to partake in the meal itself, right? So the, it's mashma from the Shulchan Aruch that in order to have, in order to recite Shavar Brachas on the days after the wedding, you need to have Shavar, you need to have Panim Chadash, meaning someone who wasn't at the, at the, at the wedding, at the meal, we'll discuss that later. Um, and, um, and the Shulchan Aruch paskins Allah Lamaisa that it seems, it's mashma from the Shulchan Aruch that that Panim Chadash needs to eat there. But, from the Ramah, the Ramah argues, and he says, no, it's mashma. The Ramah says that Yeshomer, and then even if he doesn't eat there, as long as you have the Panam Chadashes that's there, the Lach is that you can, uh, even if he doesn't eat, you can still recite the Shavarach. So why? It's mashma. It would make sense according to these two Tzadim. According to the Shulchan Aruch, where the Panam Chadash needs to eat there, why? Because the Shavarachos is an extension and part of the meal itself. So in order to be Mechaev in the Shavarachos, you need to be part of the, of the meal and the benching and everything. But if you hold that, it's two different entities. And we just say Shavarachos right after a meal to give the Shavarachos more Chashiva. So even if the guy walks off the street right now, the Panam Chadash walks off the street, he'll be able to, to say, uh, to say uh, Shavarachos. Another Nafkamina is if someone leaves benching, uh, if someone leaves in the middle of benching, someone, uh, you have the 10th man is on Atzalakol, and he leaves in the middle. Right, so if you hold that benching and shavar brachos are an extension, maybe lechori would be allowed to say all shavar brachos. Why would he be allowed to? Because once you started, you can finish it, just like if a chazan is in the middle of shemones, right, or a person is in the middle of saying kaddish, and the tenth man walks out, he's allowed to finish it. So if I start benching with a minion and shavar brachos is an extension of benching, so the moment I finish benching, I can go right into shavar brachos. But if you hold like the other side, and then the says this clearly, then the says that since benching and shavar brachos are two different entities, right? So then the moment that so he says if someone walks out in the middle of benching. Uh, so the luck is you can't recite Shavar Brachos because it's two different things, right? It's not, it's not the same entity. It's two different entities and if we're not considered an uh, extension. Uh, what could he do though? According to this, according to this, if you can grab someone off the street to be mashlim the minion for the Shavar because you didn't need to eat there. Um, like we said before in the, in the second Nafkamina, what's the, the fourth Nafkamina we discussed is one exactly to recite the, the Shavar Brachos. So according to the, to the brisk rub in the first Tzad that benching is really and Shavar Brachos are one entity and Shavar Brachos is an extension of benching. The best time to recite the uh, the best time to recite the Shavar Brachos are right after benching, meaning right after Ali Chasreini, you should say, uh, you should start, Shachal Baruch Vada, start, start, uh, start the Shavar Brachos. But if you hold that Shavar Brachos is not an extension of benching, right, it, and not an extension of the meal, it just needs to be said after the meal, right, but it's its own entity, so then finish all the Rachamans, finish everything else, and then you can start uh, the Shavar Brachos itself. Yashukach Gadol.